0: little bonus to get you fired up for the weekend it's a state of combat podcast on cbs sports with the brian campbell your boy on the ground in las vegas ready for action for ufc 245 i know you heard our preview show on wednesday sugar rashad evans joining us late to break all things down along with cbs sports tommy tran and now you got your boy bc fresh out of media day wow we got seven important and very interesting interviews coming your way as we set the stage from top to bottom of a loaded UFC 245 card that goes down on pay-per-view from T-Mobile Arena I'm fired up this is a deep ass card as they say and your boy BC was was in the midst of it, you know, doing BC things, if you will, okay? Asking the questions that you were afraid for someone to ask. Getting in there and showing to them what it's like in the big leagues.
1: Yeah, I know it's your first time involved in something like this. Welcome to the big leagues. Thank you. Um, Thank after you, this, you'll be back to the undercard, believe me. Will not.
0: I'll be here forever. Thank you, Michael. All right. I love my listeners. Yes, I love you.
1: Thank you for joining us, man. Yeah. I love you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So um, I love you guys so much that I think this is what day eight or nine of consecutive podcasts from the SOC. We're lighting things up. We're getting deep into your ear hole. Yes. To give you that one and only untraceable, unmistakable performance enhancing audio that only BC can deliver. So please. I know late Saturday, early Sunday, you're going to be ready to hear my voice as I break things down, instant analysis style from UFC 245, so why don't you do us that solid by paying it forward in this holiday season, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you consume fine audio, please, five-star review, rate, tell us what you like about this show, tell us who you want to hear on this show, just tell us, All righty then, what a week for the SOC, man. We gave you that bonus boxing pod on Thursday. Big-time interviews from the likes of Teofimo Lopez Jr. that you just had to hear. Wow. Woo! Woo! Indeed. Basie running on empty, but still running, all right?
2: Derek, why'd you take your pants off?
3: My balls were
0: hot. actually kind of chilly in Vegas this week. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the... uh, the mid fifties, lower sixties, little chill in the air. I see people walking around in parkas. I'm like, come on, folks! I'm walking around in a t-shirt on the strip. All right, that's how I get down out here. So I'm fired up to give you this audio ahead of you. Media day was um. Look, I'll give you this. UFC, UFC does well. They give you the access that you're looking for. You can go to media day. You got to wrestle a bit with your fellow journalists, but you can get that one-on-one for the most part. Bigger names, a little bit more of a scrum today. Couldn't get to Colby Covington. Couldn't get to Kamaru Usman or Max Holloway. You got to jostle in there. You got to jockey. Sometimes you'll waste 15 minutes waiting in line like I did for Amanda Nunes only to find UFC Yanker before I get there. But I got you seven names you want to hear today. Okay? Who do we got? We got Jose Aldo talking about that weight cut down to 135. Why he resigned with the company and wants to make a move after this Bantamweight title. He was uh, sitting there at the media day with a dark black leather hood on. Looked kind of like a Star Wars villain, but uh, he did smile once I popped in onto him. You're going to hear that in a second. We got more big names, like like Jermaine Durandamy, who will be challenging Amanda Nunes on Saturday in their rematch. One of the happiest people I've ever talked to ahead of a big title fight. Really exciting stuff. Alexander Volkanovsky is going to give you a, a synopsis on why, look, he's just different doesn't matter what Max Holloway has done in the past. He says, go back and watch that Jose Alda fight. Look what I took away from him. I'm going to do the same to Max. Very interesting breakdown there. Uh, we got Brandon Wise's love child, the uh, the adult male child, Peter Jan, Petra Jan, Peyote Yan. He's going to come by and tell you what he plans to do with Mr. Faber. Uh, Jurassic Back is here. Ian Hynish, look, got that incredible story, that incredible journey to get to this level as UFC middleweight after... Serving time in prison overseas. I'm going to chat with him. Movie of his life in the works. Interesting. Who does he want to play him? You're going to hear that. We also got the BMF himself, Mike Perry, the baddest one, the platinum one. i going to talk tattoos and talk real MFers with that fella. Who else we got? Jessica. I look, we haven't seen her since that head kick knockout loss and the UFC flyweight title bout to Valentina Shevchenko. Your boy BC here is the inside on a a hidden back injury that she refused to blame the loss on, but said was really going to hear all that. She's going to come back on this undercard, and I've got a little plan for her pro wrestling style, how she's going to get back in the Shevchenko sisters DMs and get back into a title fight. You're going to have to hear that. It's a seven-pack of big-time interviews from Media Day. You're going to hear them all, all right? You're going to hear him from your boy, BC. I'm fired up. This is such a deep-ass card. It is. There's so many storylines. I mean, just the old guys coming back here. Just, you know, Jose Aldo dropping down to 35. You got Mr. Faber coming back against... I mean, look, is it tough enough for Aldo to make his bantamweight debut against Marlon Moraes? And now we got Mr. Faber carrying on against Peter Yan. I mean, this is wild. This is going to be good stuff. Mike Perry, by the way, not a big fan of Colby Covington. You're going to hear more on that as well. Uh, Las Vegas doing us right here. UFC holding this. um, I'll give it to you straight up on Vegas. Not a fun time to be on the strip right now. Why? Because it's Rodeo Weekend. The National Rodeo Finals are in Vegas. I've endured that before. In 2014, I came out here to cover a Amir American Devin Alexander championship. or Not a championship, but a a welterweight main event. And uh, Rodeo is interesting. Uh my hotel's filled with cowboy hats and there's cowboy music playing country music in every elevator. Uh get off my timeline people. So UFC held their press events way out on the outskirts of town in Vegas at Red Rock Casino out there in Summerlin about 20 miles away. I got to say the hike out there wasn't fun, but it's a beautiful place and the surrounding area is a side of vegas that i've never seen and when i think of vegas i think of scum straight up i think of sin city i think of get me the hell away from this because all the vices are trying to yank me in right they're trying to make me gamble they're trying to make me eat edible things they're trying to make me drink my face off they're trying to make me look you can't walk five steps without somebody propositioning women of the night to you i'm serious that's how it gets down in vegas Yet I'm out there on the outskirts, and, you know, it's like you could live there. It looks like Colorado to me. Beautiful mountains, you know, nice little community there. People like Brett Okamoto, the man who wanna young check once said is the best-looking person in MMA media. Um, I get what he's doing living out here. I, I never thought I'd say that, you know? But uh, Vegas, I saw a different side of you, and, and I liked it. So thank you very much for that. Back on the strip we go now, though, to the sweat, the filth. Ugh, ugh. I don't know, some people like Vegas, and that's fine, man. If they've got one of the vices that you're in the prime of, okay? Let's say you're, you you are love gambling. Let's say you're a great gambler. This is your heaven. This is your playground, right? If you're in those prime years, I'm more in the washed years, all right? Let's say if your vice is, man, I just like to drink my face off all night. They got that for you here, okay? You can do a lot of gross, borderline illegal things here, but uh me... Eh, nah, get me out. Get me out, okay? Get me out. You're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. What have to, just to get away from this, all right? That's it. Enough babbling, you know, taking you to Babylon. Uh, we're going to hear a break here from our friends and sponsors, but after that, it's a succession of seven big-time interviews from UFC 245 Media Day, and a reminder to you to check out our Instant Analysis pod late Saturday after the festivities have uh come to a close also check out cbs sports hq by the way the 24 7 live streaming news channel you're gonna see some updates and previews from your boy bc all weekend previewing recapping ufc 245 oh yeah fire it up i'm gonna see all of you later i'm gonna
2: go home tonight i'm gonna sit out with my friends and family and hell i might even get on top of my wife tonight all right. See y'all
0: later. all right brock thank you um so on the other side of this break it's bc It's the big-time names in the UFC. Enjoy. The featherweight title challenger who will take on Max Holloway on Saturday, Alexander Volkanovsky. Now, the hardcores, the experts, they know what Max is up against. But you're still making your name in terms of a worldwide household name. What do they not know about you that they should
1: entering Saturday? Well, yeah, they they don't know a lot. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people, like you said, that do know and that do understand. And whether they understand as much as we understand, I don't know. But, I mean, they know that uh, I am definitely a test for Max. Uh, Come Saturday night after I get the job done, the opportunity that I'm in right now, uh, I could be superstar overnight. So all them casuals will probably jump on board and they'll know exactly who I am and they'll know I'm the real deal. And, uh, you know what I mean, I'm only two days away from uh, proving that.
0: Uh, From a layman's perspective, in Australia and New Zealand, there's some killers that are coming up here that we haven't seen in years on the state side. What the heck's in the water
1: down under? Oh mate, it's just mate, it's just timing. I think now we've got great athletes, and then we've got them. Then we're blending them great athletes into. Uh, now we've got the knowledge, yeah. So earlier on, we didn't really have the knowledge. We didn't have the talented fighters that we do because a lot of them were in other sports because other sports were bigger. Right now, they're starting to blend into MMA, and now we've got the knowledge. So you're starting to see absolute killers, and uh, I believe we don't only have the knowledge that the Americans have. We're We're right up there with some of the the top knowledge, some of the the highest knowledge out there, and I believe we're we're ahead of the game, and we're showing that. So, uh, and you're going to see more and more of it. All
0: right, when you look at what recent Max Holloway title contenders who lost, what they couldn't do, the Jose Aldos, the the Frankie Edgars, what do you have that separates you from them that's going to be able to lift you to winning the title on Saturday?
1: Uh, Well, to be honest, you know, we talk about what a lot of people understand and what the casuals don't understand. I'm not saying these fighters, a lot of the fighters are, are, are... at casual level, but a lot of these fighters don't understand the game like I do, like me and Max do. So uh, the things that Max does really well, I'm well aware of. And not only am I the guy, even just my basics uh, are so effective against a guy like uh, like uh, Max Holloway. Then I know the game so well. Then we've got the game plan, and then I'm prepared more than more than enough. You know, more than ever. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just the guy to do it. You know what I mean? That separates me. I don't, I'm not, I'm not your. Oh yeah, he's a good wrestler. He might take a uh, max down, mate. It ain't that simple. But I understand that. I know that. I know, I know how to find my way into the takedown. If that's not working, I know how to use that against him. You know what I mean? If he is stopping my takedowns, I will use that against him. If he is, if, if he is a head movement's good or if his range is really good, I'll use that against him. I'll change things up. We know things to do that. You know, it's not just oh, he's got length on me, he's good at range, he's going to make Alex not hit him. If his range is that good, trust me, we've got other things that we can use, and you're going to see that. Do you see vulnerabilities in him that maybe the public doesn't? I mean, he's fairly
0: unflappable, whether he's coming off of health scares, he just goes back out there and gets the wins. I mean, what do you see when
1: you study the tape? Uh, man, he's, he's look. He, I wouldn't say he's vulnerable. The only reason why he's vulnerable is because we understand what he's doing really well. And the same thing that happened with uh, with, with Aldo. I understand things that he done really well. Technically sound, he's very, very good, uh, Aldo. Very, very good. And uh, I was able to use that against him. I've done things to him. That's what I mean by the games evolving. There was things that he does so well that we used against him. It doesn't even really make sense. But, you made it look easy in almost a well, weird way. Well? well, people just say he didn't show up. No, I made him not show up. You know what I mean? There were things that... He's so defensively, technically sound that I use that against him. That's right. what made him shut You've me. got to get
0: out of here. So final you're question right, here. Right. Home main event, title on the line. What will people saying, be saying about Alexander Volkanovsky when all is said and done on Saturday?
1: Well, well, he said he was going to do it. He did it. He's claimed everything he said his whole way, whole career. Mate, what a superstar. All right, get ready. The thunder from down under is coming. Best of luck. Thank you.
0: All right, here with former featherweight champion G. GDR. That's like a, you know, that's like a GSP. That's like a thing that people can grab on yeah. that they can understand. You like, you like living the life as GDR.
3: Yeah, it's okay. It's better than you know. It's I have a pretty long name, true. so if you keep it to GDR, I'm happy with it. Right. And my friends call me G. I sometimes. So my one of my training mates always call me GG. G, where I am, like, oh yeah, here I am, here I am. You know, yeah, I'm giving it. That.
0: All right, you'll be. Fighting for the Bantamweight title on Saturday against Amanda Nunez. so the rematch goes back to 2013. How different are the two of you? How do you even explain that to somebody in the six years between then and now?
3: I don't, I. A lot of people ask me that all the time. I, you know, I've passed that for right, a very long time, you know. And like I said in interviews before, I'm g- very grateful to Amanda. You know, she gave me the best lesson ever, and uh, but now she gets the best version of me. And I wish, and I know she does, doesn't want anything else than the best version of me. And now I'm a mixed martial show artist. She is the greatest at this moment. You know, and we're going to have a great fight.
0: You said, at this moment? Yeah. What, what does that mean, GDR?
3: In, in this era, at this moment, she is the greatest ever. You've gotten what I would describe as a bad
0: rap at times. I mean, they stripped the title from you without your knowledge. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Are you bitter in a sense that it's like a chip on your shoulder that drives you to this day how, how do you feel about it oh hell no
3: you know it, it have, things happen you know it is what it is and and the thing is i i'm a very proud woman and i stand for what i believe and you know i believe we should have fought almost like almost oh, three years ago now right yeah february three years ago uh, Amanda and i should have fought earlier but I'm, I'm fine with everything that happened i got a little bit extra time to be prepared even better so we're in a good place and everything happens at the right time at the right place
0: all right so amanda's the greatest of all time we've all established that but if you win on saturday you'll be a two-time champion and undefeated kickboxer your wikipedia says you once knocked a guy out in boxing what do we call you if you're victorious saturday night
3: gdr that's it i'm nothing more nothing less you know i still go to work when i get back i'm nothing more nothing less i'm just a person that wants to spread love and you know, share that, you know, that you got to do whatever you got, whatever you love. And I'm not the greatest, I'm just Jermaine. All right,
0: but how much do you think about the idea of what your legacy could be if you could be a two-division champion? There's like a handful of people that done it, and they're all legends.
3: You know what it is? My friends, my family, my teammates, all my coaches, my country, as long as they're proud of me, my family, my mom, as long as they're proud of me, I'm in a good place. And one day... When I tell my kids all the amazing stories and journeys that I've been on, I just hope that they're proud of me. That's all. All right.
0: Speaking of amazing stories, when you are a police officer by day, uh, pe- do people not know who you are? Do you have to kick some butt sometimes? I mean, what do, what do you got for us?
3: No, no, no. A lot of people recognize me. I mean, MMA is getting bigger and bigger in that lens, and I get a lot of recognition. But, uh, no, everybody's just But chilled. if they're thinking about running, they're like, well, she's probably going to track <laughs> me down. I might get tapped out here. No, well, you know, the thing is, you approach somebody how you want to be approached as a person. And I approach the person how I want to be approached. You know, I, I, I don't look at the uniform I'm wearing. I'm approaching a, a human being, you know. And it's not always personal. You come in very heated situations. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, approach somebody how you want to be approached. And, you know, they don't run. You know, very respectful. Sometimes I'm even talking to people on the street. i like, can we take a picture? I'm like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. So we're good. We're All good. Right.
0: Amanda says in the rematch, how it will be different will be she respects your growth, but eventually you'll make a mistake and her power will be too much. Your response
3: to that? We'll see. We'll see Saturday. We'll see Saturday. If she makes a mistake. Things right. can go we, differently, we, we talk about how
0: different you are from six years ago. How different are you from even the fighter who beat Holly Home for the featherweight time?
3: Oh, 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 I'm so much different. You know, there's not a lot of... I'm not a person that has a lot of... I don't talk bad, you know. I I, I leave the talking over in the cage, you know. We can talk, and we have all kinds of uh, scenarios, what could happen, what should happen, you know. But it doesn't matter. As that door closes, it's her and me. We shake hands. We fight. And when the bell rings, we cuddle. When it's done, it's done. It doesn't matter. The best fighter will win Saturday.
0: You're, you're, you're in as great a spot if I've ever seen somebody challenge you. For a, it's all gravy for you from here on out. Win or lose.
3: Win or lose. It's all gravy. You know what? A lot of people didn't expect me to be here. A lot of people. You know? But I made it here. And I've said it before. I'll do it my way. So as soon as I walk out of that tunnel, you'll see your smile. And no matter what happens... I'll tell you right now, look you in the eye. When I walk back, I walk back with a smile because I did it my way. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, GDR, best of luck on Thank Saturday. Thank you
3: so much. You.
0: Here with the icon, the legend, Jose Aldo, ahead of his 135 debut at UFC 245. Translator present, but Jose, I want to hit you up off the spot. You got the black hood on. You look almost like if you watch Star Wars, like Darth Vader. You look serious. You look angry. You look ready for destruction. How you feeling, man?
4: Eu sou seu dia muito bem, eu acho que que é importante, eu estou feliz, sadio, então isso que é importante. Não,
5: pessoal, eu estou realmente me sentindo ótimo, eu estou feliz, eu estou saudável, eu me sento ótimo, eu gosto desse jacket. Tudo bem, todo mundo está me perguntando a mesma pergunta, por que cortar para
0: 135, o que está acontecendo underneath dessa jacket? Fale comigo aqui, José. Mas todo mundo fala sobre o teu né? O que está acontecendo, como é que está acontecendo a passageira? O que está acontecendo aí dentro dessa jaqueta
5: que ninguém consegue
0: ver? Bem
4: tranquilo, eu acho que o segredo está sendo esse, eu acho que o trabalho em conjunto, eu acho que I'm very calm, I'm very confident,
5: I really, really believe in my team, my coach, the and my nutritionist, it's the first time I've ever had a nutritionist before, so I feel great, you can see, I cannot wait, I'll be the first one on the scale here, and I'm ready to put on a show for you
0: guys on Saturday. How do you know that you'll have the same energy, the same stamina, the same power at this lower weight class?
5: Como é que você vai saber? Como você vai ter a mesma potência, a mesma energia, o mesmo
1: cardio? Essa, essa... Porque
4: o treinamento, né? Quando diz isso, né? Então, o treinamento foi bem forte. Acho que muito mais forte ah, que sim. o peso pena. Acho que com muito mais gás, com muita mais habilidade de explosão, física e força. Então, a gente, a primeira coisa que eu não fiz nessa baixada de peso foi fazer esses treinamentos, esse, essas experiências, pra gente não perder nada. Então, pode ter certeza que eu tô muito mais do que o peso pleno.
5: É o treinamento. É o treinamento e a nutrição. E fez whole mundo world difference. Como, like realmente, reconhece a passion de esquecer about the to out and be a complete new man. Like, I, I, I feel stronger. I feel like the, I was training the WEC days back again. Uh, no, the power is the same. I just have, I'm faster, I'm quicker. Even at, uh, technically, my game changed plan because I'm pushing the pace a lot more. I have I'm, I have endless cardio now. The power didn't change at all. I should have stayed in the weight class my entire career. Wow, wow.
0: Big statement there. Now, you fighting Marlon moraes that's about as difficult a test as it can come at 135. Was that your choice to say, yes, I want the very best. I want to get in line for a title? <laughs>
5: Então, se você vai fazer isso, nada Como você disse que tinha identificado a carreira toda, então você veio direto pro put-off, as cabeças por Armores Moraes, para dentro do por... Exatamente,
4: né? a gente veio para ser campeão, a gente não veio para fazer uma carreira porque está em declínio, qualquer outra coisa, não. Vim para ser campeão no peso galo, então é, eu fico feliz de estar enfrentando hoje o número 1 da categoria então bem é, feliz de mesmo, excitado para querer essa luta e, e amanhã ser o novo campeão mundial peso galo.
5: Mas a Love Grey a Love to a Coming down from your former championship 135 is only makes sense for me. It's the easiest way to the title is to charge the number one contender. Since Cejudo is, uh, is recovering from surgery, the number one contender is Marlene, Morais. so he accepted the fight, and I uh, cannot really wait to show you guys the package that I'm going to bring on Saturday. I'm the new
0: champion 135. I know you're such a competitor. When you already look at the champs, Hudo in this division, do you already see the angles you're going to come at, the ways that you're going to defeat him? Does he seem vulnerable to you given your status as a legend?
5: Já vi fraqueza com um o campeão, que já vem, vi, que tá vindo passando já do Marlinhos e com a, a técnica que eu vou usar para ganhar no Cerrudo, os meus, você já,
4: já tem plano para ganhar no Cerrudo? Já tem plano, sim. eu Acho que para mim o, o meu maior adversário hoje vai ser o Marlon Moraes. Assim que eu passar pelo sábado por ele, eu acho que a gente é o um novo campeão mundial, porque eu tenho exatamente aquilo que que pode vencer o, o NC. Olha,
5: yeah, absolutely. I sei que do. Uh, I know I'm not taking anything for granted. I know the first goal, jab is my victory over Marlon Moraes. But trust me, I'm already ready. I have a game plan established. I know exactly what to do to be able to beat
0: Henry Cejudo. Can you tell me what happened a couple of fights ago? You had made a mention that when your UFC c- contract runs out, you were going to retire on your own terms, maybe go into professional boxing. What changed now that you resigned and you're back on this path to
5: 135? <laughs> E aí, para 40, para essa motivação tão Ser campeão,
4: né? Acho que ser campeão para mim é uma motivação maior. Então, aumentar meu legado, aumentar minha tudo aquilo que eu já construí no peso-pena, agora eu vou construir no peso-galo. Então, é uma nova vida, um novo Aldo. Vou ter certeza que eu estou com muita fome de vitória. Então, parece para isso que eu trabalhei forte esses meses aí para amanhã
5: ser novo campeão mundial e fazer um legado novo no peso-galo. I want to be my legacy. I want to continue to be my legacy, my stories, not done uh, this weight cut just just reignited a new passion in me to be a champion. I really, I was just fighting to fight, fighting to fight. I was really uh, hesitant about the weight cut when my sensei approached me. I had I had struggled before to make it 145, but I never had a nutritionist before. And once that started happening for me and I started feeling good, pushing the training so hard, I'm more explosive, more cardio, and I saw the results. It just reignited a new passion to be a new man, and I'm not going to stop until the new champion. I'm, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to be in the history books forever.
0: This division is loaded, though. I mean, some of your old rivals, uh, 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 Mr. Faber over there, a uh, Frankie Edgar. Everybody wants to come down to this division. What are your thoughts on seeing some of those older names join you here?
5: There's uma coisa todo mundo voltando querendo baixar para posição. Diz que você já lutou também Iuray, Francis Gatt, tudo voltando para 175. Tem alguma opinião sobre isso? Acho que todo mundo quer ser campeão
4: mundial, né? Acho que veio grande possibilidade nessa categoria que está aberta, e... então todo mundo venceu esse objetivo.
5: Everybody wants to be a world champion. Whatever moves I think we have to make to to achieve that and to build a legacy, uh, they have
0: to make. So I don't really care how they move or what they do. I'm worried about what I have to do. All right, one final message to your fans because when they saw the pictures and your abs everywhere, you're all caught up. They're saying, "I hope he's okay. I hope he's going to have the energy." Give him a message entering Saturday against Marlon Moraes. Pode
5: ter certeza
4: que meus fãs sabem que estão ao meu lado. <laughs> I'm a much faster, much more and the
5: Listen, guys, I'm the best I've ever felt. I've never been as explosive as strong before. So, I'm, mark my words. I'm a new world champion, 135.
0: Jose Aldo, reborn. Can't wait to see you on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Platinum,
2: Mike Perry, true or false, the realest mf in the fight game? Hey, let's go. At least the, the number one contender for the BMF. Well,
0: I want to start right there, because when I hear BMF, I'm not kidding. I said in my podcast, first name I think of
2: is Mike Perry. So are they taking everything you've worked for? Nah, man. Jorge's been in the game a long time. I grew up watching him on YouTube, learning things from him and Kimbo. And uh, we're both Florida boys. But that doesn't mean that I'm not the number one BMF contender. He's the champ, and I'm the number one contender. It's at Look, this UFC 245 card on Saturday, we're
0: arguing, is this the deepest fight card of the year? Deepest fight card in two years. Yet, Mike Perry versus Neil, all the hardcores are saying this is the fight that's going to steal the damn show.
2: You hear those whispers? I love that. Um, I may have started those whispers. I was the one who's saying, you know, we have a chance to steal the show. But if people are agreeing, I'm happy to oblige. Me and him are going to go out there and clash heads and uh, create some thunder All right. there was a great american poet
0: mike perry who three minutes ago sitting right here said colby covington is a bitch can you uh expound on that
2: hey uh well they told me that he showed up here late and he asked if i wanted to have some words with him i said i don't think security would let me get too close words are easy i could yell from across the room maybe he'll hear me now and like i said to him though we got money to go get this weekend but I don't think he's gonna win his fight I think I'm gonna win my fight on Saturday and then we can talk about me beating up the loser of the main event which will be Kobe 10. so much talk this week about Kobe's character this
0: this persona he's created they respect it in that it's helped him get to a title shot
2: level I just I mean I think his little kissy smoochy wrestling got him to the title shot and uh you know, he was what whatever got him to the title shot, he said that he had to make this persona up because they were gonna cut him because he's a boring fighter. So what he's trying to be entertaining, well, there are other ways to do that. I don't think I've I've created too many enemies, but I have many more fans and I have more exciting fights than he does. So, you know, he's doing it the way he can. So, you know, whatever. Nobody's really worried about him. Nobody really wants to talk about him because they don't want to give him anything, any clout. But, you know, you got he's the main event here with, with Kamaru. I'm happy to be on the card with Kamaru, with Max Holloway. with Jose, I'm sitting next to Jose Aldo, uh, Amanda Nunez. I mean, there's legends here, and I'm a part of it. People are excited to watch my fight against Gioff. And with a with a free ESPN main event before you buy the pay per view, so I mean, I love it, man. I've come a long way, and I put in a lot of hard work, and it's going to show on Saturday.
0: Let's talk about Jeff Neal Goff. Let's let's. What, does he know what he's in for signing up to face a Mike Barry?
2: Maybe, maybe he knows. Uh, he's on a four fight win streak in the UFC, though. Maybe, but he is twelve and two. He does have two losses. It's always crazy to me. The guys have losses outside of the big leagues, and um, I don't. I destroyed everybody. I got in here at 7-0 and with seven knockouts, and I was destroying everybody. And, you know, I've still destroyed a few UFC fighters, so some with upwards of 50 professional fights. And, um, you know, it's all about the mindset. I know Jeff's coming in with a mindset to try to win but I'm looking to show him some things that he ain't ready for.
0: I consider you a tattoo icon, and my co-host on the CBS Sports Podcast, Brandon Wise, says he couldn't make it this week due to politics, but he wanted me to show you his tat and get a rating. One out of ten, ten being badass. Here it is.
2: Always forward with the, uh, what kind of animal is that? I don't know. if An, it's a, I, on, uh, What do they call those? I don't know. I'm not a tat guy. Is that lame or is that awesome? No, nah, it's cool, about? man. It's a cool tattoo. I ain't going to get it. But, like, my tattoos are totally different than his. His He's is yeah. probably cleaner than my artwork. So, would you give it, like, a 7 out of 10?
0: Sure. i give right. it a 7. He's one of those civilians that goes to Hard Knocks 365 and tries to spar like the pros. kind of guy you probably put to sleep a few times? I'm,
2: I'm not that mean in the gym. All right. All right. All right. Um,
0: tattoos on the face, man. That's badass. What does that feel like?
2: Um... My face doesn't have feeling. I don't really feel it. And uh, it's kind of fading a little bit. Sometimes you can't even see it in the pictures. So it's all right. Sometimes it's like when I walk up and meet somebody, I'm good enough nowadays with my words that I can distract them and they don't even realize that I have a face tattoo. Wow! Oh, wow. The power of Mike Perry. Can you
0: close? Can you cut a promo? Can you do something? What's a message for your fans entering Saturday 245?
2: Tune in for the real main event, Platinum vs. Hands of Steel. ESPN Live TV, baby. We going hard. We going ham. When's the last time y'all heard that? Since Gucci Mane. I love it. I love it. Face tats
0: for all. Mike Perry, thank you very much. Jessica, evil eye. What look that evil to me?
6: No, it's it's my scare tactic. Okay. Okay.
0: You are just colorfully today. I love yeah. it. You look like you're know, like a movie yeah. star out here.
6: Um, We're going for that. All right. You. I'm, I'm a fashion. I'm a fashion. I like fashion a lot. Fashionista. Fashionista. Yeah, that's a great word. Okay. For okay. It.
0: Yeah. Um, you fought for the title in June, and yeah. you know what I love about that? You came to
6: win, and not everybody does that. Do You get what I mean when I say that? Yeah. You know, I think that going into that fight, no matter what, um, a lot of people didn't know about my back injury until post, um. But regardless of it, um, I feel like it shows my resilience and ability to just be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to give it my all, no matter what." Um, and I did, you know. And How much was, did it limit you? It was incredible. I mean, on fight morning, it was terrible. My back was killing me. I mean, you know, we had an epidural two weeks before it, hoping that we could try. I mean, I had herniations from L2 to S1, and it was wow. it, it changed everything. We had actually two herniation, two bulging into excursions. Right. How
0: difficult like that. is that? Like even the day before or the morning of where you're like, I know I'm not going to be hundred percent. I'm not going to be close to it, but what do I do? Do I pull out? Will I miss? Will I never get this opportunity again? What are those talks like between you and your team?
6: It's all that, you know, and, um, I knew I was making a good base pay to show up and I just moved to Las Vegas. Um, a part of me is, is not ashamed to admit that I needed the money. I needed the, I needed the extra money in my bank account to make sure that if I did lose, I was able to do something big, or at least take care of myself. But if I won, you know, hey, look, you know, I I, I knew where we were going to go from there. That I you don't know. It's so crazy to be hindsight because now everybody's looking at me like, oh, Jessica is not going to be able to do anything, and, and I hope that because then that's just going to make me more money in the long run and give me more media. So. I mean, ultimately, I can't change what other people think. I can only change how I feel about myself.
0: I mean, you look like you were ready to win the title. I didn't even know about your back injury. And you talked like you were a future champion in the interviews. Are you happy with some of those elements in terms of how you dealt with the pressure of
6: the spotlight? Yeah, I mean, I think that it showed some of my fantastic acting skills. So hopefully Hollywood (laughs) will come come knocking. Um, But, you know, I was in pain every day. I mean, the camp was good and bad, you know, and. And it's up to me, you know, to make those decisions next time. Um, that's why this fight camp was just incredible. And it, and it was like my coaches are realizing, like, oh, my God, like, Jessica, you really are. You really are awesome. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the Performance Institute has been superstars. They rehab this back incredibly. Like, I if someone asked me if I had a back injury, I'd be like, mm, no, because now how healthy we are. And All I think right. other fighters have dealt with some of this. Um Unfortunately, none of them get the rehab that I do, or get the attention like I did at the PI.
0: Yeah, that's good to see. So, how do you look at the future of your career now? Is it like I have to get back to that level? I have to show people what I would have been like with a fully healthy back. Where are you at mentally entering this comeback fight against Vivian Aru- Arujo?
6: My, yes, my I, know. I don't ask me. I'm, I'm right, right. fighting her. That's just a, to me. Her name is just the chick. I'm fighting. Got so. it. Got it. Um, I butcher people's names all the time. Um, but for me, you know what it is, is really just showcasing myself, you know, how amazing I am and all the work that we've done, that I'm ready to push the pressure in this fight 100%, and just like showcase to my team, you know, the, everything that we've worked on, we're doing.
0: Do you consider yourself a good trash talker?
6: No, because I'm usually not the kind of person that trash talks. I just will smash you. You know, don't know, if we do trash in talk game,
0: in the women's game.
6: Yeah, you know, because they don't want that from us. You know what I mean? From the women. They just don't. Naturally, they the don't. What This is they you because, speak of? the the fans the the media that I think that as as athletes they want to see us conduct ourselves as women accordingly I think it's a little bit more acceptable when the men do it you know what I mean in this industry I do I think that they like that the men do I think that with the men that and let's face it you know we have a male dominant um, audience that they wanted their women to be pretty be quiet and be badass so I mean. I prefer my women to be
0: two of the three of those things, but I like a little trash talk yeah, in my life. Yeah, you know, right?
6: well, believe me. I mean, I, I personally, I don't, I don't trash talk for free. Um, if you mess with my family or um, it comes to me, I'm just going to hurt you. Yeah,
0: me personally or anyone?
6: Anybody. Okay, because okay. um, I wanted to see you
0: and Valentina trade a little worse, but she doesn't get down I, like that. You
6: know, I did a little bit, and I felt like it was more out of my own than like, the joking about her speeding up the video to, like, me wearing a bulletproof vest, like, Doing all that, like, was me trying to promote the fight and everyone, like, I felt like outside of my friends and stuff like that were like, you know, that's cool and stuff like it's just not my style. Like, I'm just kind of a, 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 I got swag and I carry myself (laughs) confident and I love life and, like, you know, that that kind of demeanor and that kind of presence as a woman is so hard to do anymore and just be happy with you no matter what other people think. That that's all that I wanna exclude, you know. I think I feel like you
0: need a podcast where you could just tell it like it is.
6: Let's do it. Actually I'm trying I actually I, I've been doing some of my pilot podcasts and I've already set up everything for it, but there will be and it's gonna oh, wow. it's gonna be called How I See It with Jessica Oh Wow,
0: wow, I like that. The evil eye telling it like <laughs> it is. All right, you're gonna show some new tricks in this fight. What can Vivian, we don't know how to say her last name, expect from
3: you?
6: Um, I think that, you know, she moves a lot. And I think this is going to be the ability now that I have a healthy back to really show how much my wrestling has gotten better. I think we saw that in my first three fights returning to flyweight, that I was able to take the girls down. On each one of my fights, that's what helped win the fight was the takedown and the kicks because I had a healthier back at that time. I wasn't able to do that with Valentina, and I'm going to showcase that. Right, We've been right. working with Greg Maynard man. he's been showing oh, wow, me. Wow, the bully. bully. Yeah, the bully will be in my corner. Um, Drop people has- on their heads? Yeah, that's it. Maybe we will. Hey, she's coming up a weight class, man. This girl originally started it at um, straw weight. Just because she knocked out some girl at bantamweight, don't think for a second that I'm just gonna like turn over and let her knock me out. Wow, you're gonna I tell mean, like it
0: is inside the cage as oh, well. Yeah,
6: exactly. Um, will Sorry. you
0: ever see Valentina again?
6: Well, it's inevitable when I keep winning, right? I beat Caitlyn, so we have to remember that. I I meet her decisively.
0: I come from a more of a pro wrestling, a boxing background. Sometimes the key to getting somebody is going after their family. So maybe what if you went after Sister Shevchenko and started this feud and this rivalry, and then you got in a fight with Antonina, and you took her soul, and Valentina's like, I don't care about the rankings. Give me that evil eye once more. Let's go.
6: Maybe we'll do that. Maybe that's the best way to do it. I could tell you if someone wanted to piss me off, they'd have to mess with my little brother. So... Maybe you're onto to something. Oh,
0: wow. One day when I run a promotion. No, might
6: get, that's a good gimmick. I might have to use that. I might
0: have right. to. Best of luck to you on Saturday Night, Jessica. I no, no, no. Not evil at all. Let the fans know.
6: Thank you right, so pretty much.
0: Evil. Pretty evil. All right, great. <laughs> Best of luck. Thank you. The future of the Bantamweight division is sitting in front of me. Peter Jan. I'm going to say Peter, but I'm hearing all kinds of wild pronunciations. What do you prefer?
7: My name is Piotr. Peter. Peter. All right, all right. Russian name is Pyotr.
0: I work on that after after this. For now it's Peter Yan right here. And some people believe Mr. Faber made a mistake signing up to fight you Saturday night. You agree with that?
8: Многие считают, что Фейбер совершил ошибку, подписав контракт с
7: тобой. Я не думаю, что совершил ошибку. а с кем ему ещё драться все заняты, да? И если ты претендуешь за пояс и говоришь, что ты лучший, я думаю, что как раз-таки на молодых парнях ты должен это доказывать.
8: Yeah, like, I don't think he made a mistake. I just uh, feel if he thinks he's a contender himself, he thinks he's a strong fighter, and he have no one else to fight. He needs to fight against the young up-and-coming prospects, you know, to prove it, he's still he's still there. He's still in title contention.
0: All right, if someone hadn't seen you fight before, how would you describe what you bring to this division right now?
8: I think my for boy чистый стиль бой для тех, кто еще не видел
7: твой что ты принесешь в этот телевизор? Вы сами знаете, что я ударник, мой стиль это бескомпромиссная рубка в стойке. Я люблю драться в стойке, также я люблю драться на земле, да, на канвасе. Я просто люблю драться, не люблю какое-то пассивное именно ведение боя. Люблю, чтобы нравилось это зрителям и нравилось это мне.
8: Yeah, you know, I'm a striker, you know, I, I prefer to brawl. I can bring a fight to the ground too, you know. I just I just don't like the passive way of uh, fighting. So I, I'm an action fighter, and uh, I do everything just to please the fans, you know, to make my, my fight as exciting as possible. This division's so deep,
0: and there's all these older names jumping back in, hoping they can get a title shot. If you get a victory over Uriah Faber on Saturday, do you think you're next?
8: он очень глубокий, еще здесь ветераны спускаются вниз на категорию в надежде получить титул. Считаешь ли ты, если, если ты победишь Юрая, ты получишь шанс?
7: Да, конечно, хочется надеяться на это, что в случае моей победы, что мы подеремся за пояс. Я думаю, что я заслужил это, я за год провел 5 зрелищных поединков. вот. Но, конечно же, крайнее слово это за, за руководством, как решит оно, так и будет.
8: Yeah, I hope I will fight for the title, and I feel I deserve to fight for the title. I've had uh, five exciting performances inside of one year, and it's going to be my sixth win in a row. So, yeah, I feel I'm ready, and I feel I deserve it. But, it's, of course, it's up to UFC.
0: Uriah Faber calls himself the California kid. The guy's 40. Can we stop with that nickname? Your
8: thoughts? Uriah Faber 40 years. Can we Можем что с этим остановиться? Ну, можем остановиться и его так называть уже, кали- калифорнийский пацан.
7: Да я думаю, калифорнийский дед он больше подходит ему, а не чем пацан, да? Дед, правильно, дед?
8: Отец, как уже. А, дед типа, да?
7: Как калифорнийский
8: um, дед? I feel like California granddad is more fit him. I like that, I like that. This is the first time I
0: see a smile. Every time I see you, you're always so serious. Is that to intimidate people? Он
8: говорит, первый раз видит, как ты улыбаешься. Я говорю, ты постоянно
7: ты очень серьезный. Это для чего, чтобы как бы... А, просто если сейчас бы я выпил несколько литров воды, я думаю, я бы улыбался, поэтому... Нет, наоборот, он
8: говорит,
7: первый раз видит, как ты улыбаешься. Обычно ты всегда серьезный. Ну мы просыпаемся по-разному, поэтому бывает серьёзный, бывает весёлый. Вот. Да?
8: So every day I wake up with different moods. Sometimes yeah, sometimes I'm serious, sometimes I'm ready for banter.
0: All right, final question here.
7: How long is this fight going to go on Saturday night?
8: Как долго продлится бой в эту
7: Я не знаю. Мы все знаете, что Фабера 2 подбородка и, наверное, сложно будет его нокаутировать очень быстро, потому что придётся попадать несколько раз. Вот. ну посмотрим, бой покажет. Может быть, накаутирую его, может, будем продерёмся все 15 минут. Yeah, as you know, Faber
8: got two chins, so it's going to be very hard to knock him out. So probably I have to lean a couple of clean shots to finish him. But yeah, whatever, I'm ready for it. The future of the bantamweight division,
0: Petra Jan. Close now, not no cigar. Thank you very much, sir. Best of luck. All right, Ian Hinesh, rising middleweight. And brother, you've got a hellacious, amazing backstory, and we've all done crazy shit in our life. How just blessed do you feel to be where you are right now, rising contender at
9: middleweight, considering everything you've been through in your life? Yeah, I feel super blessed, you know, and that's kind of what this whole week's been about. Four years ago, I was in this building trying out for the Ultimate Fighter 205 edition. Uh, They didn't let me on because of my criminal record, and now I'm fighting on the biggest pay-per-view here. I'm ranked 10th in the world. So, you know, I felt like my last fight, I focused on results so much. This fight, I'm really just enjoying this journey. I'm soaking it all in, and the moment will come, and then I'll be able to execute. When you look back at that last fight against Derek Brunson, a lot to like, a lot to learn from. What do you pull from the most? Yeah, you know, I learned so much from that fight. I leaked out a lot of energy throughout that whole fight week. I never had that many fans at a fight because I usually fight international or really far from Colorado. And, you know, I was also kind of sick that whole week as well. So there was a lot of things I learned about my health I need to change and also just um, just in the cage as well. I mean, he's one of the vettiest dudes I've ever fought, obviously. He's fought everyone in... And- you know, I tried to rush a finish, and instead of just being patient, he was very patient. I learned a lot from Brunson. I think he also learned a lot before that fight because he fought super good that fight.
0: Yeah, he had been a little bit more reckless in some of his bigger yeah. fights to date.
9: Yeah, and I think that's kind of where, you know, me being so young to the UFC, I kind of made some mistakes that Brunson used to make. Just tried to force a force a knockout when I rocked him early in the first, and instead of just letting it happen and wasted a lot of energy.
0: Now, if you keep climbing this ladder, you keep getting to your dream fulfillment of being, let's say, UFC middleweight champion. Sure. Your life's a damn movie. Who's going to play Ian Heimish in this movie? This is a Bond movie, basically.
9: Yeah, no, the movie. We're 2020. We're going to hopefully solidify a deal with uh, a few producers we're looking into, and that's amazing. You know, uh, you know, chant Tatum, Chris Hensworth, uh, one of these guys, or you know, whoever is just right for the part and fits my character. Uh, we want to have play, but yeah, you're right. We're still writing the story. We're still writing the script. The last chapter of the book is called And New, and I need to, you know, focus on that, getting that bell and putting a stamp on my testimony. Wow.
0: Maybe if we can get Matt Damon the right HGH, he can probably bulk up for this. What do you think? <laughs>
9: yeah. Why not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you're one of the more well-built fighters in the game. We call you Jurassic Back on the CBS Sports MMA podcast. Well, I mean, how do you make this weight? You look like a light heavyweight out there.
9: Yeah, you know, I'm shorter than a lot of the guys that I fight. I'm actually... Pretty close to the same height as uh, Omari. And, uh, you know, my weight, I keep it around the same. You know, I, I sit around 205 all the time. And um, it's not that hard of a cut. It's not fun. But, you know, I've been wrestling my whole life. So weight cutting to me is, is nothing new. And now we have a nutritionist, the PI, and we're doing everything right now. So that makes it a lot easier. All right, give me an a inspirational
0: origin moment. For me, look, I'm a reporter now. I'm a TV guy. I do all this great stuff. But I remember working for an inventory company, laying on the ground at CBS, counting tampons at one point in my life. Do you have a moment where you were maybe not where you wanted to be, but you said, you know what,
9: I got this dream. Yeah, I, I can't see it now, but I could see it. Yeah. I remember one night I was locked up in prison in uh, Spain, and I just woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't sleep. It was around 2 o'clock, and I just went in the mirror and just kind of rinsed my face, looked at myself eye to eye, just locked eyes for like, three minutes and just screamed at myself, just screamed like, No, like this is not the path I'm gonna take and I scared the crap out of my cellmate, but it was just a huge epiphany in my life that I said, I'm done going down this road. It's time to switch yes. it up. Whatever that means, um I have to do it and I'm deciding right now, right here. All right. Since you made that
0: decision, since you've turned things around, are things happening faster than you ever thought, more amazing than you ever thought, or is
9: this like right on schedule? Yeah, you know, I feel it's right on schedule, but yeah, it's it's definitely been the fast track, you know, I mean, to be 10th in the world, and it's my fourth UFC fight, and my second fight, I was the co-main event on a UFC event, I mean, that's insane for me, and, uh, you know, it, it was right on track, but to see it happen, still, it shocks me. All
0: right, what can we expect out of this version of Ian Hynish on Saturday, with what you learned from that Brunson fight? A
9: cool, calm, violent fight coming out of Ian Hynish on uh, Saturday night, and, you know, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna correct my mistakes, and I'm gonna steal part of this huge, amazing pay-per-view show. We saw uh, Mark Coleman walking around here. He had a few yeah. words from you. What did he say to you? You know, Mark Coleman. We were just relating about the wrestling. You know, he's here coaching Matt Brown. Matt Brown was one of my old training partners. He's a freaking legend, man. That guy, you could just you could just soak in anything that he speaks to me because he's been it, done it all. And uh, you know, he was just giving me a little bit of a pep talk, and you know, I appreciate that. All right.
0: Well, when we make the movie of your life. I'll play the reporter, all right? Okay. Sounds Sounds good. good. All right. Best of luck to you, Saturday Night, sir. All right, Thank
8: thank you.